0: My father is forcibly inserting himself into my therapy sessions.
1: Okay. OP. This is okay. OP. I'm Samuel Donner. And I'm John Fry. And we tell the funniest stories on the internet. So Sam, let me ask you, like, if
0: you can remember what's like the biggest, like, argument or disagreement or like friction that you that you've had between your dad.
1: I remember one time my dad got really mad at me. I can't remember about something. And I was like. Um, it was, it was probably about like cleaning up around the house or something, right. something like that. And I said, I said something like, "I used to think you were a god, and now I know you're just a man." <laughs> and I was like 11 or something. That's amazing. <laughs> oh my gosh. And uh, uh, and yeah, I, I, I think, that, I think that's the, 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 the one that comes to mind.
0: Did did you use that exact line? Do you know? Yeah, or? it was it
1: was like it was like basically that exact line. Right. It right. was like I mean something. You used along. to
0: be like my superhero and now you're yeah. just a man. I think
1: I used I used God and man. Uh I was I was a very philosophical and, <laughs> and very eleven
0: year old. I was not philosophical at all as a eleven year old. <laughs> oh my goodness. Wow, that's funny. Yeah, I think I was trying yeah, to remember. You? Yeah, like I think one time when I was like, I mean, young, like maybe five or so, I, I was a pretty well-behaved kid for the most part. Um, but there was a few instances where I, where I acted out, and I remember like there was like my my legs were too short to, you know, how you could like kind of sit and like press your feet against the door to like yeah, keep yeah. someone from opening it. Yeah, yeah. I was too short between the distance from like that wall and the door, like my, my feet couldn't reach. So I remember getting a little chair and then pressing my feet on the chair as hard as I could so he couldn't open yeah, the man. door and be like no Dude, you can't come in <laughs> I you! you I don't want you <laughs> um but I mean did he, did, did he hold him back uh, I think he was just like okay I'm just gonna uh, let not you, dealing you. With I, this. I think it was like at first he was trying to go in and then after like two seconds he was like I'm just gonna let him tire himself out <laughs> and like deal with this situation later yeah Um, but you know, they're not, those aren't great situations I would say, but they kind of pale in comparison to the situation that we're about to get into today. Let's hear it.
1: (gasps) My father is forcibly inserting himself into my therapy sessions. Do you don't want your father forcibly inserting anything into anywhere? Oh, good gravy. You do not. (laughs) Oh goodness.
0: So oh God. I, 16 female, have pretty much been shoved into therapy despite my wishes. I understand that therapy is supposed to help, but I just don't think it's for me. I also think my feelings may change one day, perhaps when I start adulthood officially, which is such a funny like 16-year-old yeah, thing to say. Officially
1: adulthood. <laughs> what is official adulthood? 18?
0: Yeah, I guess that's when you're like not a minor anymore.
1: I don't feel like an official adult.
0: I also don't feel like an official adult. I feel
1: like a little child still. Definitely. For some,
0: a lot of needed context about me, I've lived with my father and disabled sister for a few years now after my mom pretty much left us and chose drugs. I'm not really torn up about it. We never saw eye to eye and she pretty much just liked to play video games and leave messes. (laughs) Which is also like what Like I feel like a kid would do. Yeah. You know, the biggest issues I have gone through since she's left are these one since mom left. There are even less funds for basic needs. We all have some form of disability in my family, and I don't know how much each of us makes, but all the money goes towards the house. I'm not allowed to have a job because of my age and because my disability would be taken back by the government, I guess so it seems like it
1: does happen sometimes disability actually encourages people to not work
0: right right yeah and especially like i guess she's a minor so there's probably extra like implications around that uh two because my mom left i have to take care of my severely disabled sibling by bathing her changing her adult diapers and even making sure she doesn't eat things that she's not allowed to i feel like i've taken my mom's place and my dad keeps blaming me for every little thing my sister does that's awful like she's doing all the work as a 16 year old and you're like blaming her for things that the disabled sister
1: can barely take care of themselves like for real like imagine having to do that
0: that would be insane oh my gosh um i'm tired all the time i'm failing in school and have no desire to really do anything i used to be a very motivated overachiever but ever since the separation i zone out constantly and just daydream the hours away i feel like i lost a part of me that i'll never get back
1: Wow, this is sad.
0: Yeah, yeah. it's really intense. I also have depression, ADHD, and anxiety. A few months ago, not long after Thanksgiving, my dad told me that I have to go to therapy place near my school every Tuesday. I was not happy about this, but had little choice. Mm. Talking about my problems does not get rid of them, so why bother, I thought.
1: Although therapy can be good, so maybe this I, would be a good thing.
0: I would agree, but, you know, we'll I think o- OP is a little bit of a, you know, teenager mindset, (laughs) I would say here. Um, School is awful. Home is awful. Life sucks and won't get better, especially with this pandemic. So I start going, and then I begin opening up more and more about my feelings and my sadness. Without going into too much detail, I told my therapist about my lack of motivation and the separation. And then I talked about life at home. I didn't go into heavy details, but I did mention I'm cleaning up after my siblings, and I feel like my dad doesn't even love me. Well, a couple of days or so after my appointment, there was a visit from Child Protective Services. What? They wanted to talk to me and my dad. And they asked a lot about my sister. And well, my dad put two and two together and knew that somehow it was my fault. And when CPS left, I was grounded until further notice. He sold my phone and Nintendo 3DS to a pawn shop and told me I was not allowed to leave my room except for school and bathroom breaks and canceled Christmas. Oh my, this is prison. It's in- insane. You like, can't just- cancel Christmas. See, for real. <laughs> he told me that I made him look bad and put the family at risk. I could have made him lose custody of my sister and me, but I was told not to talk about the lies or problems at home or I would regret it. Yeah, so it's like, go to therapy, but don't talk about the an actual that yeah, problems you. in your life. Like, just go to therapy and say, everything's fine. I attend school. I Done. drink water. <laughs> <laughs> like, literally. I actually felt like I was in the wrong for telling my therapist of all these problems. I questioned if I actually lied or not, but I know I didn't. I didn't talk about the good stuff because not too much of that was happening. I was very angry and confused. I couldn't trust myself not to cause the child protective services to come back again. So at my next therapy appointment, I just shut down and didn't divulge anything. Mm. I felt bad about it, but what else could I do? I didn't want to put my family at risk. Well, I guess I went about it wrong because she told my dad that I was not talking to her. And now for the past month, my dad has been sitting in on the appointments with me. So he's basically like, all right, you're not going to talk. I'm going to just freaking show up. How is that helpful? Also, like therapy is so private. Yeah.
1: And especially when like the dad is causing most of the problems in the therapy.
0: Exactly.
1: Yeah. They need like a virtual therapy. Yeah. Yeah, they do. Talk space. Talk space. Better help. He, sponsor us.
0: he even makes me leave the room and go to some toddler toy room nearby so he can chat one-on-one with the therapist. I never know what they talk about, but it makes me feel like he's trying to make my therapist believe him over me. Mm. I feel completely violated, like I have no safe space. I'm also frustrated at everything and feel like blowing up on anyone who upsets me. Is this normal? I didn't mean to get Child Protective Services involved. I didn't even know that anything I could have said would have made them get involved. I'm not mad at the therapist because I do think she was genuinely worried about me. But ever since he inserted ourselves in our appointments, all she has really done is listen to him and make suggestions whenever she can get a word. in. that is he rants and rants and rants. And I'm not allowed to call him out on any of it. He'll do things like extend my grounding and not even let me use things like ketchup and mayonnaise at dinner. <laughs> what? Ridiculous. He has taken everything from me except my bed and my blanket. I know this is a lot to unpack. I just don't think it makes sense without all the context currently borrowing a friend's old phone and using the public Wi-Fi across the street to text this because my father also shut the Wi-Fi off. Oh my God. Also borrowed my friend's Reddit account with their permission and for the sake of remaining anonymous. Wow. Man, that's an insane situation.
1: Yeah, dude. I being being 16 or just being under your parents roof is tough. Like just like I mean, like listening to anyone else's rules is hard, but when you're listening to someone's rules and they don't make any sense and they're like confusing and you're trying to get help but you can't get it, like I can't imagine being in that situation. It yeah. Sucks.
0: And just all the thing, like just the, the myriad of things that OP is having to deal with, which also like it sounds like OP was like good in school and everything, yeah, you know, Before until all this went down,
1: all this happened. Yeah. Uh, I think the dad needs to take a hard look. It's like what, definitely, what, you know what am I actually trying to do? Am I trying to help my daughter? or am I trying to make her more miserable. Exactly. It seems like he's just trying to make her more miserable.
0: Like selling her phone and her 3DS to a pawn shop. Like that's like, yeah, ridiculous. And
1: then cutting off the internet. Like what, well, you sh- how is you he need like, the internet? To doesn't do he work? need the internet?
0: Like, yeah. Like
1: what is Jeez, going on here? Geez. Um, yeah, I, I don't know if there, there's, there's a right answer of what to do next, but, um, I do have a right answer of what you, the viewer should do next. And what is that? Subscribe. <laughs> We're on YouTube. Follow us on Spotify and TikTok. And if you want to be a real one, support us on Patreon.
0: That's right. Join Amanda, Will Combs, Connor Van Buren, Keegan Simmons, and Kathy Quigley. Sue. See you next time. See you soon.